This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Herb London, president of the London Center for Policy Research, responsible for creating the Gallatin School of Individualized Study in 1972, was its dean until 92. Herb London is a graduate of Columbia University and the recipient of a Ph.D. from New York University. Dr. London has appeared in every major newspaper and journal in our nation. He's also an author and a playwright, so multifaceted guy. Pleasure to welcome you back to the Chris Salcedo Show, Mr. London. Well, thank you. Always a pleasure to be with you, Chris. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. Now, I, I watched a rather interesting exchange between uh, Guy Benson and Town Hall, and I think it was uh, a Washington Post contributor Charles Lane last night on Fox discussing this very issue. And, and it seemed, and again, I, I think it was Charles Lane, so don't, but don't quote me on this. It was somebody of the more progressive leaning saying, oh, come on, North Korea's done this kind of thing before. No big deal seemed to be the implication. Is he right? He's wrong. I mean, it is a big deal. I mean, I think Ambassador Bolton has it exactly right. If, in fact, we're willing to tolerate this situation, can you imagine when the North Koreans become even more sophisticated. At the moment, almost all of the intelligence agencies would tell you that the last ICBM, even with a a modified nuclear warhead on the ICBM itself, could probably reach Chicago. Well, it's only a question of time before it could reach New York, and reach every one of the, the capitals in the United States. I mean, it's absurd to suggest that we can simply avert our gaze to this problem. This is a problem that's not going away. The North Koreans now have the technical capability of reaching North America. That's a given. They probably have the technical capability of miniaturizing a nuclear device and putting it in an ICBM. That, too, is a probability. Now, if you know that, this is very different from the past. In the past, the North Koreans did not possess this kind of technical capability, and we could avert our gaze or, to use another metaphor, kick the can down the road. And that's exactly what our predecessors as president did. But this is a different circumstance. What Donald Trump, President Trump, has inherited is a very different set of conditions in which Kim Jong-un not only engages in threats, but has the capability of realizing those threats. This is a different set of conditions. Yeah, I said uh, fairly the same thing earlier on in the program, and that's and that's what makes this a very serious provocation and why the Japanese seem to be taking this very seriously. The uh, South Koreans seem to be taking this very seriously. And I and I have every reason to believe the administration, our administration, the Trump administration is taking it seriously as well. Who doesn't seem to be taking it seriously are progressives in this country who seem to always side with those who want to do harm to Western civilization. Uh, in all your in all your years of study, what is the genesis of this animosity between those on the left toward the West? Well, what you now have is the full realization of the, uh, the, the kind of uh, attitude that has existed among the Frankfurt School for a considerable period, where, in fact, the left is arguing, using all of the Marxist memes, that what we have in the United States today is a, is a, is a nation made up of exploiters, of colonialists, of people who are fascists. This is the belief on the part of the left. As a consequence, we've got to destroy this president and got to destroy this system. This is a wholesale operation designed to undermine the character of the America of Western civilization and, of course, the character of this presidency. Trump is merely the, the, the tip of the proverbial iceberg. And if you look at the work that has been done in the past, 
over the last 50, 60 years, it is very clear that from Antonio Gramsci to Alinsky to the present Frankfurt School, there is no doubt about the hostility to the West. We're in fact, they're perfectly willing to use a language that will undermine the character of Western civilization. Tolerance is intolerance. War is peace. Almost any condition that you would suggest is topsy-turvy, turned on its head by the new avatars of language thought. And this is what is happening. Newspeak of what Orwell talked about is with us and clearly with us in a rather profound way. And so, uh, again, none of this is surprising to me. The hostility that is designed against the West could even embrace a Kim Jong-un or, for that matter, anyone else. You have the Watermelon Alliance that's taken place in America with the Islamists and, of course, the Red Guard, our version of the Red Guard, with Black Lives Matter and and hostile left-wing groups working together. Well, you would think that they would be very much opposed to one another, but the one general aim they have is undermining our civilization, and that on that matter, they can work together. Yeah, don't forget Antifa and that as well. Herb London, everybody. Well, I- yeah, he's the president of the London Center for Policy Research. So now let's let's pivot to what we can do. We've got uh, those uh, allies and most immediate threat from North Korea, which is, of course, Japan and South Korea. And as you mentioned aptly, the United States is no longer uh, insulated from missiles armed with nuclear weapons hitting our shores as well. Uh, there are those who suggest that that arming the South Koreans that arming the, the, the Japanese with, with uh, nuclear weapons is a, a fantastic deterrent to not only the North, but would also uh, prompt the, the Chinese to get up off their, their communist rear ends and do something. Do you agree? I do. I mean, I think that one of the things that would alarm the Chinese is a Japanese, a J- Japan armed with nuclear weapons. It would change the correlation of forces in Asia. It would send a message to the Chinese that the Japanese cannot possibly tolerate a situation where the North Koreans possess nuclear weapons and they do not have a deterrent. An older generation remembering Nagasaki and Hiroshima is obviously opposed to nuclear weapons, and that's understandable. Article 9 in the Japanese Constitution prohibits it. But I think President Abe has got to talk to the Japanese population about thinking through a different kind of attitude today. And that attitude would include the creation of a Japanese deterrent. They have the FISAL material. It would take about a month for them to develop nuclear weapons. That's uh, that soon. And in fact, if you look at a missile fired from Pyongyang to Fukuoka, take about 11 minutes. Since the Japanese constitution talks about consultation in the parliament when, for any kind of con- counterattack, the Japanese can only say the missiles are coming. What can you say in 11 minutes? They need a deterrent. And I think the Japanese people are starting to understand that. And I think President Abe understands it as well, even though changing the Constitution is invariably a ticklish political situation. Right. And there, there could be a way around this as military bases are considered American territory that we have there on Japan. We could deploy in the interim our own tactical mid-range ICBMs that would uh, protect the Japanese uh, um, until they got their constitutional uh, debates in order. Uh, that, that could be a way around this, yes? Oh, no, it's a very good point. It's an excellent point. I think that's exactly right. And those kind of deliberations have already taken place. There has been some discussion about Okinawa and other American bases, where, in fact, the deployment would take place on the American base and, as a, conse- as a, as a, as a, as a consequence, provide a kind of cover for Abe. 
But I yeah. think you're absolutely right. It's a very, very good point. All right. Herb London, everybody, president of the London Center for Policy Research. It's always an honor to talk with you, sir. We'll get you on soon. I look forward to it. Always a pleasure to be with you, Chris. Take Thank care. you, sir. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.